What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Carl Presley. I'm here with Dante. What's good, party people? Back again. I'm here with Mike Hill. Mike Hill made it here with you. What's up, everybody? And this is the fourth episode of the You Hate to See It podcast, where we talk about all the things you love and hate to see. And uh, before we get started, man, I just want to give a, um, a shout out. Uh, my condolences to the people of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and really just all the whole country. All the all the all the black folks across the country, man. We we hurting right now, man. Um, it's some it's some fucked up shit going on, but you know, you we're, know gonna, we're gonna 20, try to push through it. Twenty twenty has been a crazy year with you know all the new things they've introduced to us: killer hornets, COVID nineteen, etc. Kobe dying, but you know one thing that's remained as old as time and taxes is police brutality on black folk and, right. it's, and institutional you know. racism those things have not moved and i can understand people's frustration and anger that has led to uh violent protests but we can try we've tried non-violence so i understand why people turn to a different alternative once you get spat in the face mm-hmm. and ignored for so many years so so, uh, so. We, we try not to get too political on here but this just had to be said man before we it's take a any, any tumultuous further. time now and like we said our condolences condolences are out to the people of minneapolis and to the family of the victim so yeah. so 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 and i'm oh, sorry but one thing i wanted to say i know uh with everything going on one thing that the world does need much like netflix and everyone watching is an avatar to bring balance we to what's unity. going on. We need unity, yeah. man. We need unity. So, that being said, without further ado, we about to get into a childhood favorite of many, Avatar The Last Airbender. The goatiest cartoon on Nickelodeon, hands down. All right. Hey, man, that's, is it a cartoon a, or is it anime? That's we'll a get into that. We'll, that's we'll a get into that, but it's a cartoon. All right, so, yeah, there's a lot of strong opinions about this show, man. Avatar The Last Airbender originally came out 2007. Um, Netflix just brought it back um, with their deal with Nickelodeon. They got a lot of things. Avatar is a pretty hot commodity right now. They have a lot of things going on with... You know, they brought back the series for people to rewatch. But not only that, Netflix is actually doing a live action show of it that's supposed that, to be better than the actual movie. Now that I'm excited about, man. I'm yeah, excited. Excited. The last live action was oh, hot garbage. That, was, that yeah, almost yeah. made me not want to ever watch Avatar again. But well, obviously, hey, but that, yeah, the that show was the is first great. time I wholeheartedly agreed with a Rotten Tomato score. I think it was given a seven percent, and honestly, <laughs> that was too generous. I don't, I you got to give that shit a negative ranking. Hey. I, to be honest with you guys, I don't think I even made it through the whole movie. I turned on the first. First fifteen, I was like, I can't do it. Oh, I saw it in theaters. I was oh, mistaken. <laughs> hate to see it. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I, <laughs> hate got, to see I, got, it. I got fond memories of seeing Avatar: The Last Airbender in theaters. Cause that's the first time I got freaky in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this man was not. That's only. The that's film. the best movie to to actually do that. Hey, so, hey. I missed the whole shit. I don't know what happened. This dude's Azula making moves before they're even in action. I love it. You feel me? You feel me? So we're gonna get started. We got our uh, our usual. Exit survey going, so um, I think Dante's gonna kick off the question. So, what you got for me, bro? Yeah, man. So, first question, first thing, we're just gonna go ahead and straight dive in. Who is your favorite character? I'll go ahead and start this off. <laughs> this was uh, ready. All right, let's go, Mike. If, if if this isn't your answer, then I don't know what you've been watching. It has to be Toph. Hey, Toph, the Toph girl, Toph, 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 Toph,
<laughs> the, the girl not only created a, a sub bending within the bending within the bending metal hey, bending that's that's honestly more important than earth bending and, and it, exactly metal. and <laughs> actually the fact that she created metal bending i don't know if anyone's seen the continuation of the series uh legend of korra yeah but pretty much the whole society is built on the fact that Toph discovered metal bending yeah it's like pretty that's much crazy. like the start of the industrial, the industrial revolution, revolution. Yep. um but not only that She's blind. She leaves her family at nine years old or ten, which we actually never so, get. So technically, she's actually twelve in the show. I know it's crazy because her and Ang are the same age. Oh, okay. She's I didn't just, know this. Okay. You know, she's got that Maisie Williams complex. She's right. Just she's shit. But she again, she runs away from her family. We don't really get too much pushback <laughs> from that. But <laughs> the way that she's able to fight, the way that she maneuvers. How she uses her blindness as a strength, as just like the badger moles. I yeah. mean, she's on without them. Team Avatar really ain't shit. I ain't mean, shit. she's the she's really the glue for the whole team. Honestly, and, oh, and, and she's the she really is like the toughest nigga on the mm. show. Oh, like, let's, let's be honest, tough is tough is she's, she's yeah, always, If you think of a bitch made person, then flip it on his on his ass. <laughs> that is what tough is. She's the right, exact so, opposite of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna just piggyback off, off of what Mike said because I mean. Toph is far and away the GOAT, man. I mean, like, come on. Like, if you know me, you know Arya Stark, man. She's my pride and joy, mm-hmm. my whole heart, man. And Toph gave me, gave me some real real heavy Arya Stark vibes, man. You know, just a, just a little girl that's by her shit and will fuck you up. The only so, thing man, is with the difference between those two is... Instead of uh, instead of sneaking in the, in the background to try to to try to fight someone, Toph would just square up. Toph, <laughs> she, she, she she don't get fucked. Right, right, right. She no, is not just no Arya slander on this. Podcast. Hey, I'm not slandering Arya. Slander. Just different. It's a different approach. I'm just she, she is not just at all. I actually right, got a different right. character. Though. All right, who like, you got, Dante? I'm thinking, man. I'm really like we we were having a little discussion before this, and I really like. I got I got Zuko with the Zuko. Arrow. Bro, like, Zuko with I'm the not mad at that. Mention Asaka, bro. Zuko. Sokka. Bro, and Sokka. Bro. I'm not mad at that bro, either. Both of those are fire characters, bro. Hey, niggas hey, upset, bro. Please, bro. Please. Zuko. Zuko completely transforms his character from season one. He's annoying. He's an annoying ass brat to someone that you actually care about and are rooting for throughout season two and season three. He even has a period. Season two, he kind of all right. He's accepting he's his fate that you know he can't. He can't capture the Avatar. He might not be able to restore his honor, so he's trying to find his own path and then, you know, trying to figure out what to do while he's trapped in the Earth Kingdom with his uncle. Dude's becoming the blue spirit. He's kind of becoming a Robin Hood Trying to himself. make his own path. And then, find you his know, own and honor. then he, he even, when he has the opportunity at the end of season two to go back to his family, he turns his back on Uncle Iroh. Like, we see a, a betrayal from a very loved character in Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh singing in this show made me almost mm-hmm. shed some thugs. Iroh is actually my, is my honorable mention, I, but Iroh I agree is- with everything you said. I will, I'll get into also why I like Zuko later, um, but his character are leaps and bounds, probably the greatest thing to happen on the show. Yeah. Um, and along with that, I know I said Toss really the glue, but Sokka, first watch through Sokka, I didn't really think Sokka was shit. Yeah. Second watch through, you realize he does a lot more than we give him credit That's for. True. Him. Yeah, for, for a guy with no, no bending, bending, like Sokka devises all of the plans mm-hmm. for them. He He's the strategy. He's really the leader of the group. Of the group you you see when, when they miss Sokka in the episode where Sokka becomes a sword master. And for, for they like know they're losing their minds. Also, they they are losing their minds. One day, sword master. Hey man, yeah, he was Sokka, killing it. Sokka had to become a master. And so, that that man was nice. I mean, it was a little you know. Hey, oh, right, he's the comedic all, relief. Hey, first still, of all, he got nice. I follow Sokka heavy, man. 
like Mike and said. And he's a bitch magnet. That is a fact. Hey, hey, like Mike said, when I I remember just from watching when I was a kid, I just remember Sokka being useless. And then whenever I rewatched, I was like, okay, Sokka was, was, he was on to something. He was on to there, something. There's, there's one quote, I think, from season two that tops it that always just cracked me up. It's when Azula, Tylee, and May were chasing after him. You know, they were tired. Appa was shedding. Yes, I remember and that shit. And Toph was like, you know what? Let's just stay in a fight. We could take him. Three, three on three. three. So actually, Toph, there's four of us. Oh, sorry. Sorry, so I got on count. You know, no bending on all. And he goes <laughs> yeah, crazy. Like, and like, then she goes, all right. Three on three plus Sokka. <laughs> but that, that epitomizes pretty much his whole character of the series. I love it. But yeah, again, Sokka's without him, like, they really... Not, they really are they have a team avatar that they are. Yeah, He's slick and master right, strategist, though. He, he is. A uh, master strategist. Nah, come on, man. So, he, so He's 16, so of course he had a little bit of issue galvanizing the troop, but he was very okay, important. When the avatar is 12, being 16 is not an excuse, bro. I'm all just, right, just, well, all right. All right, well, oh, piggybacking oh, oh. off yeah. that, let, let's go for it. So who do you think should have been the avatar? If Aang's not the avatar, who I'm going, going first. I'm going all right, first, okay, Pete, go ahead. The I got, I got a... Yeah, I think I got a list somewhere, but fuck it. I'm going off the top of the dome. All right, let's go. There's two people that should have been Avatar. I'm gonna I'm gonna hear some blasphemy right now. Go ahead. Number one, my nigga Jet. Kill yourself. Oh my goodness. Kill yourself. Get out of here. He's literally gonna wipe out an entire nation. Get out of here. He's exactly the Avatar nigga entire fire nation. Fuck them niggas. No. The Avatar creates balance, not annihilates the whole nation. Fuck them banks. niggas, bro. Bro, Jet is so nice with the swords, bro. Imagine if he could bend, bro. It would be a wrap, bro. <laughs> then he wouldn't be nice with the swords. There literally would be nobody to, for him to unify bro. the world with because he'd kill them all. Bro, so you said Jet, Jet, Jet killed zero niggas in the show, first of all. Right, so you're just going off of That's prejudice. because it is TVY7. <laughs> I didn't even know it could be lower than TVG. First of all, first of all Jet killed zero niggas. No. Second of all, Jet changed in Bossing say. <laughs> Did he not give his life? He, he was a rebellion? He to was, save Katara? He so was, shut your ass up. <laughs> Second, I'm gonna like we just need to bring it in, get a little heated. Let's yeah, uh, heated. <laughs> nah, fuck these niggas, bro. Hey, second should have been the Avatar, obviously Toph. Toph is greater than Aang. I'm okay with that. Toph okay is better. Toph is better at her primary bending than Aang is at That's his primary bending. That's not true. Yes, it is, Aang bro. Was, Aang had his whole body tatted at like 10. I don't give a fuck. You literally... He was a master at airbending at 10. You cannot get <laughs> those... not a master of... You cannot. Yeah, but she was twelve, but you cannot. She get literally those. invented something that could not this be done. Thing, master three well, me, in a year. Let me let me just, just say this. On, let me bro. let me just. On, they literally they literally put the Earth bending King in metal so he couldn't get out, but Toph could get out that bitch. So <laughs> shut the hell up, bro. I'm just saying. Let me let me just say this. Let me just say this. If there were to be any other Avatar of an Aang. I would agree it would have to be tough. Come on, bro. But with that said, we have to remember there is an avatar cycle. Exactly. Yeah. So if we're but going for fire, this story specifically, yeah. I think it's perfect. With the story that they're trying to tell to make it more dramatic, uh, how Aang has to fight the Fire Lord, I think it makes sense that Aang is the avatar just to make a better story. And not only with that, like, like Dante was saying, he's obviously 
the greatest bender on the show. The, the nigga was a, a, a master airbender at the age of 10. He mastered waterbending in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even a fully realized avatar yet and took down the Fire Lord with Sozin's Comet. He I mean, wasn't supposed he, to be told until he was 16. He had to master all of them by his 13th birthday. Like I, said, I don't think Aang is the best avatar. Aang's the perfect Ava- avatar. Ava- I wouldn't Ava- want to see a different avatar than avatar Aang. So, so, you think, so you think if Toph wasn't an avatar, she couldn't have done all that same shit? Okay. It then. depends because again, Aang's, Aang is an airbender. Mastering mastering earthbending is going to be difficult for him. So yeah, I, I so imagine for so top ma- mastering fire or mastering exactly mastering air. uh, yeah. airbending for top would probably been near impossible. Yeah, because there's a blind chick in the opposites. air who can't see. I mean. Yeah, like literally, how is Toph supposed to be? She's better than this man. She's blind. She actually would not be ever. She would not be ever able to airbend because, like, most of it is in the air. Yeah, she she can't can't feel it. She can't feel it because it's like that. That's why earthbending was so difficult for him. Dante, who do you think? Who should have been the other avatar if he had to choose? Like, Toph is a good pick, but I honestly, I wanted to see Sokka with some bending ability. Like, I, I know I'm coming on the Sokka. I would, I would, I would like to see him like, with some Sokka with some, Sokka with some bending ability. Like, we get a, a nice guy that's comedic effect. But Sokka also had, like, the grit to do what needed to be done. So, like, that that's why I feel as though, like, he, if we had seen him with some bending ability, mm-hmm. like, he could have made some things shake. Bro, Sokka with bending. I really felt bad for him, trash, actually. Sokka with bending is trash. Actually. But you, you just hated on him because he was a master swordsman. Well, he's a hater, bro. He learned how to be a master swordsman in one day, bro. And everybody else learned how to do some bending I mean, shit it, in one day. Niggas been fighting with weapons his entire yes, his whole life. I'm pretty sure you can pick something up. And that boomerang came clutch so many times. Next question. Boomerang always came back. We'll move on to the next. Boomerang always came back. If if you could be a bender, what element would you pick? This is you know if you had the opportunity. to All right, go ahead, Dante. If I, I mean, it's metal right, bending. I, that shit is fine. Like I know Toph just invented that, but I've also seen the Legend of Korra. That shit is fine. It pretty that, much like, changed the entire escape of literally. Avatar. They created the Industrial Revolution, and the entire police force is made of nothing but cities metal of metal. After like, that, cities of metal, like because the prerequisite to metal bending is you got to be able to earth bend. So you get is is basically a two for one. I mean, in mostly with most elements like that, if you're a master in them, you get a secondary element off rip anyway, just like fire. With lightning, you get um, what is it with, with water? You blood get bending. like the healing and What's the air? bending, flying. I mean, you can fly, but I don't know if there's a secondary one. I, there, well, yeah, I don't me, know if air has a secondary. The one, in one thing, they I agree with you with earth bending. Like you said, there are a lot of sub bendings within the the elements. One thing they don't get into, they which they do get into in uh, uh, Legend of Korra, mm-hmm. is lava bending for earth benders. That's yeah, also a well. dope. Dope sub oh, sub bending. Fire. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If I had to think that, I would think the strongest bending. I still do think is fire, uh, just with lightning. But I wouldn't yeah. want to be a fire bender. If I had to choose, I think I'd be a water bender. Just this guy soft. <laughs> First of all, do you not see what Katara is doing with water? No, First of all, Katara, I get, I get hey, murder arc Katara when Katara was trying to kill uh, kill uh, when she was on that whole bend and trying kill to kill the who killed yeah, her, her mother. Her mother's her mother's killer. Like murder arc Katara was would crazy. You, but strictly, what were you saying? Gonna say? So would you would you hit somebody with a little uh, with a little um, blood, blood bending? That that's what I was going to get into. The, one of the main one of the main reasons I I fucks with water bending. Is the fact that you can blood bend? That is the most OP sub bending t- power there is. Yeah. Like, Listen, yeah, if you could blood bend, you could pretty much do whatever you want. And again, I know we're talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, but we get into blood bending in Legend of Korra and how strong it is, and 
and how yeah. strong the villain in that is because of that. So yeah, the thing with that though that you got to remember is the person who invented bloodbending could only do it on a full moon because that mm-hmm. was when she was at her peak. Katara was Katara was so <laughs> fine at waterbending that she could do it outside of that. Like that's how good she was. So it's very rare for someone to be able to do that then. And one thing I also like to bring up. Team Avatar pretty much had the greatest bender of maybe yeah, other fire. Like they really they had, had the greatest bender of the element. But yeah, but water, water, air, and earth bending like that, that was wrapped that's up. A, that is an all star team. That's they was really up. out here like the 20, 2018 Golden State Warriors, bro. Hey, low key, man. Low All key. Right. All right, so who you got, KP? Did you did you pick yours? I picked metal bending. He picked water bending. Oh man, I gotta go fire, bro. Right, there you go. I got mean, lightning. Lightning, and fire, lightning is tight. Fire, like, bro. and also fire is not restricted to like saw, a resource. It also mm-hmm. looks the best, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just like this shit just got the most. Flame. This shit just got <laughs> the most swag to it, bro. You can goddamn shoot fire out your feet and jetpack different places, bro. That like, is fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that shit so tough. They bro. can basically yeah. fly. That shit tough, bro. So yeah, the fire, fire lord bending, that. He was he was showing what a real firebender can do, and that's just that's just yeah yeah bro fire yeah firebending is lit bro so that's also what I always wondered I was like why was Zuko never flying around Azula was flying with that thing that man just I guess was not as nice as her that nigga sucked all right piggybacking off that though what was your favorite fight scene in the show what you got KP. I'll go for it. I have, I have a couple one. I'll do an honorable mention for me. Do, you, was, do your primary and the honorable. All right, my primary. We'll see. We'll come back to the honorable mention if one of us don't mention it. All right. Well, my primary is gonna have to be with Sparky, Sparky, Boom, Boom, Man. Hey, the dude, first man. time that that nigga showed up, when Tom's like, someone's here, and you see him just breathe in. All of a sudden. The the beings explodes off his forehead, and yeah. the way Toph responds sends the earth sends the earth like three or four shoots up, and dude, that whole that whole segment that, that whole sequence between earth, fire, and air and water with it was just, it was amazing. Yeah. I have to go. That's probably my number one. I think of season three. Yeah, that was yeah. in season three. He was he was brought in early in the season, and that was crazy. I real got I got like Night King vibes with him because mm-hmm. we never got a word from him. A single but word. He was just like. Hey man, Menace. had a presence. Forget the Night King. Shout out to my man Tien from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the third eye. There, there would be no Combustion Man without Tien. So I just wanted to say that Combustion Man, Dragon Ball Z, the greatest what? anime of all time. Oh. <laughs> Says the guy who's only seen yeah, two you anime. Check, bro. You should check out my hero. <laughs> like this man has only seen two anime. You need to watch anime, my so hero. Disregard dude. that statement. What you got, KP? Um, I mean, I gotta go with the. Uh, with the final Agni yeah. Kai with Azula. That was a good one. Azuko. Yeah. And, and for Katara. some maddeningly frustrating reason, <laughs> Katara just pops into my screen to fuck some shit up. <laughs> like, literally, why are you on the screen? He said it's just me and her. And it, all right. Hey, anyway. Azula started it. She went and aimed her lightning at Katara. No, no, Katara start. came into the yeah, screen. Yeah, she did come out of the screen uh, out of nowhere. Yeah, like, why is here? Just for that to happen. Like, he was about to win, then yeah. he was, she was like, let me get pushed up. He was like, <laughs> no lightning? He was literally baiting her because she was going crazy. Exactly. He was Katara, about to redirect that shit. Katara came in the screen solely but, for the reason for Zuko to jump in front of that shit. But... Yeah. But I'm glad it happened because that fight scene when Katara and Azula started fighting was also kind of. Bro, when she when she, when she throws she, the water over them, then breathes 
Only an uh, air bubble. Air bubbles her body, chains her up, and everything. That was hard. Bro. That was tight. That was one of my. That was one of my favorite fight scenes as well. I ain't gonna lie. Waterbender don't do it for me, but I fuck with the fire between Zuko and Azula for sure. Yeah, for sure. that that blue versus orange right there, like that was beautiful just to watch. Oh yeah, so, like, that, that was turned mm-hmm. up during the comments. Yeah, that, 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 that was some beautiful that big, fire. That big fire going. Bro. Yeah. Well, what you what you got for us, Dante? I mean, we we can't not mention the final battle. It was like I, I didn't want to. Like, I didn't, didn't want to mention, mention it because it's so good. That shit is whack, bro. We can't all three go and not mention that. Yeah. that man had a whole fucking planetary orbit no, with that all four was, elements. That, that was that was amazing. The air with the rocket and then the fire. I'm not and gonna the water. lie, that shit wasn't fire. <laughs> what? And then when I, when freaking um Fire Lord Ozai had like he had flames coming out from every part nah, of his bro, body at the same time. That nigga aimed like an atom, bro. It was tough, man. That was I didn't want to say that was. Probably my favorite fight the whole series. I didn't want to mention it. Yeah, nobody. I mean, it's the, it's the it's literally the big climax of the entire show. They so did that right. They did that right. We can't not mention that when we mention Bro. top five. But if I had to do right. some honorable mentions, I did want. This is not really a fight. One of them is when I believe Iroh and Zuko were about to get caught by the Dai Li, and they were surrounded. And Iroh was like, "Do you want to know what they call me, Dragon of the West?" He starts drinking some tea, yeah. and then he just. Fire bits yes, out of his mouth like a, was, a jet of like like he's Drogon around the whole yes, room. That was that fire. was tight, but that that was just one scene. But the fight I wanted to honorably mention was the first season, Pop, Master Paku versus Katara. Yes, right. That water bending fight was dope. Yeah, that was tough, and that touches on like she literally she had had zero formal training mm-hmm. before that, and exactly. she's fighting like the master, like the best waterbender mm-hmm. in. In you know living at that point right, right now, and she's kind of going at. I mean, he was. We probably, there it, were no there were no waterbenders in the Southern Water Tribe, and he I mean, was the best up to one up to and thing, but up to that point and after that point, other than Katara, who was probably the best waterbender we've seen? It was that, him, that old bitch. I mean, okay, oh okay, because she could, okay, yeah. she could but, bend, but yeah, but I still think it's it's actually Masapaku. Yeah, she could just she just figured out how to manipulate the water in somebody's mm-hmm. body. You know, she was just kind of deranged and evil. But, like, he was actually, like, you know, she did all that with no formal training. That was a fire-ass, like, battle. That was. So I definitely fuck with that. All right, we'll, we'll move on to our next question is, what were your season rankings? So, we got, we got three seasons of Avatar. How are you putting them in order from best to worst? That's, I was dreading this question because I feel like there's no right answer to it. Because the way Avatar is built, it's again like a sequence. So it's yeah. there is no book two without book one. He has to master you know water before he can master Earth. Yeah. So I feel like just in context, I have to say number one first because that's what really got me into it. Like man, this is a pretty dope. Obviously, a dope anime or a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, I probably have to say season three, then season two after that, just because the animations for me just got way better. I've obviously, right. as as the seasons right. go on, the animations yeah. just get way better. Fight scenes get way better. Yeah. Um, but I just think for season for season three, it's just you know you know it's the climax. You know it's going to hold more weight, and then season two is kind of there's a lot of filler in there. By the way, do you notice they left out? A couple episodes, I'm pretty sure, in a lot of the seasons. I, would, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I, I think they actually included everything. I have a complete opposite list from yours. My, like, my list is actually... Oh, famous. really? I go season two, season three, season one. That's what I was going to say, even though I don't really remember what happened in which season. Yeah. But, but I, see, I just, that feels right. Season two, see, so we get we get the first time, like, Aang gets mad in season one when he finds out that his whole entire tribe was, was killed. Mm-hmm. We got 
got Aang almost going on a murder rampage in season two You're when right. Appa when, gets when Appa taken got by lost. the That's when he, he pretty much like, like lifted his solemn vow to he, never harm yeah, anyone. Yeah, to and never harm anybody. That man went on a killing spree, and we saw how how violent and how dangerous like someone who has command and master of the elements could be. Mm-hmm. And that was in season two, and that was for almost half of the season that Aang was going. He was he and going when Aang lost Appa during that season. Now that you mention it, I I really felt that. Because we are able to see exactly, one, how important Op is to the group. Because without them, they ain't getting nowhere. Uh, and along with that, yeah, they just really couldn't fly. The, the bond that Aang and Appa have to show how important his spirit guide is to him, like, they're essentially one and the same. So losing him is, like, they don't even mention Appa by, like, my pet bison. They say, I'm missing my friend. Have you seen him? Yeah, exactly. And I, like he said, like, he gets upset with, you see some of the discord and attention with the group. Sokka's seeing him as a more functional, like, hey, this is how we're going to get yeah. from place to place. We've got things to do. And Aang's like, no, this is a part of, like, my being. This is a part of, of me as an avatar. Like, every avatar has a spiritual guide that comes with them. Like, how Roku has mm-hmm. his dragon, Aang has Appa, the flying mm-hmm. bison. I'm about to skip that episode. Oh, oh, so you must have, bro, it was for like 10 episodes. It was a big character arc and big, right. like, character development. I skipped, I skipped a couple episodes whenever they lost Appa, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it moved slow there. They literally could yeah. not move far. That's true. So they were stuck in, like, that desert. But it was, like, very important for the development of, like, Aang as mm-hmm. a character, and I really enjoyed that. And that all culminates in season two. I like the rebellion with the Dai Li, um, Azula coming in and, and playing Dai Li them. Suppose, man. So like season <laughs> season two really had. I don't really, fuck with Dai Li. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they are supposed like the Earth Kingdom. Like I really liked that season. Then season three, the, the first <laughs> half of season three is some of the best character development mm-hmm. I've seen in television like ever. Like, on, on God, like, ever. You bro. can't be sleeping on Avatar, you man. You can't like, not lie. You're a prisoner right now. You're a season, season, season three, episode five, when they're on the beach, I, bro, I, oh the my The beach? Just, when yeah, they're that, discussing a, their traumatic events that have made them face the way that they're feeling, and Zuko's over there discussing why. He's like, I'm just angry. I don't understand why. Like, I felt that. Yeah, that like, was me going on. Like, I, 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 I had a lot of pent-up anger that I didn't know what it was directed oh to, who God. it was directed from, oh and I, I felt that. Like, I that, think, is some, no, that is some character that episode. It makes his character so much more relatable back in season I th- one i think that episode the beach episode is really a culmination of just how great the writing of the show is because yeah. it just delves deeper into explaining why zuko is the way he is why he's facing this inner turmoil of uh, why should he capture yeah. the avatar should he fight for his nation should he join his uncle and you know do good it, it explains why uh, azula is nuttier than squirrel shit exactly. it kind of just shows like the motivation behind these people and, and how the Fire Lord is, how he is, and pretty much how fucked up a daddy is. I mean, Yeah, exactly. I, he's talking about how he's like, my uncle was more of a father to me than anyone, and I betrayed him, and that's eating up inside of me. And Azula, we even get to see some of her humanity mm-hmm. with her discussing. She was like, my mother thought I was a monster. She was like, she was right, <laughs> but that shit hurt yeah. still. Like, she she's right. still. Like, she still has feelings, even though she is a fucking monster. And you should be sympathetic to that, because you're an Azula lover. KP? I, well, I so, think I think now it would be a good time then to ask this question. I'm then. not a Azula lover, by the way, but go ahead. <laughs> what was? I think it's a good time to ask it. What What was the your favorite theme then of the entire culmination of Avatar? Yeah. Because I I already I can let you know mine. 
Yeah. All right, y'all answer first, cause well, yeah. to piggyback off of what, of what Dante said in the very beginning of the podcast with Zuko, yeah. the the character arc of the redemption of the lost soul. Yeah. What he Zuko went through some shit this entire series. Yeah. From you know his traumatic childhood to being banished to trying to find his honor, the way that they wrapped him up is just very satisfying because if you look back, Zuko never ever at least from what we know, never wanted to be Fire Lord. Exactly. The only thing he wanted was his father's love exactly. and to to be at his side. And when he realized his dad didn't give a fuck and Iroh is really that guy for him and he's torn, like we said, at the beach so to do good or to, to, to do bad, to support his father and be evil or to, you know, do what he knows is right. Yeah. For him to not only redeem himself at the end, his redemption arc is not only a redemption arc for Zuko, but it's a redemption for the Fire Nation. Exactly. And I think that's really what it builds exactly. on. Like, that's why people, you can kind of watch through in the, the first half of season three, if we want to be, is like quote unquote filler, but it's really not because all of that is important to, we've come so far with these characters and now it's like, they're trying to humanize the Fire mm-hmm. Nation and Zuko's a big part of that. Like these are still people that are a part of the mm-hmm. world and not all of them bad. With and all like, the things, what that writing was. With all the things the Fire Nation has done, again, Zuko's trying to find his honor, but after the war is... After the war's over, it's showing the, the Fire Nation is regaining their honor for yeah. the world to trust them again. Because after a hundred years of battle, you can imagine exactly. the, the recovery that Avatar Aang, Fire Lord Zuko, and the rest of the team Avatar have to take care of down the road after that. Exactly. It's, I, it's, a, it's a long uphill climb to because the Avatar's job is not, you know, it's, I mean, it's one thing to master all the elements and be a master fighter, but really you're there to create balance mm-hmm. and unity with the world. And that includes the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. You can't have good without, without evil. You can't have, you know, the other elements without this mm-hmm. one. So you, you'd be missing that key element. And I think that's really what it like kind of mm-hmm. dives into. Yeah. Just for me, the Zuka Redemption Art, Fire Nation Redemption Art, I just think. It just, it just wraps it up. It, he just, like I said, he's gone through everything. For him to find to find himself, which I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to, yeah. finding themselves throughout their life, what path they should take, what's best for them, not what other people think is best for them. It's yeah. just, you know, a tale as old as time. I think it was wrapped up very well. Yeah. It, sure. does, it does what we want in all good storytelling. It's, it's like, it doesn't show... It's like there's good and bad in all kinds of people. It shows a complicated character and complicated feelings. All right, I can I can dig that. Yeah, that was real cute. <laughs> that was real cute, man. All right, my fa- my probably my favorite thing was um, you know another tale as old as time. With great power comes great responsibility. Um, Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Spider Man. Aang is basically he's a young kid thrust into a position of power that he may or may not be ready for, and he Definitely has to not. deal with it. He has to grow up quick. And I feel like, you know, when you're a talented someone like myself, you know, you can you can relate to that. <laughs> you can relate to that uh, struggle a lot. So, you know, dang, I feel you, bro. I would have handled that a little differently, but I feel you, dog, for real. Yeah. I you mean, were... every Avatar ever did say kill that man, Fire Lord. Or yeah. Like, even, even the airbending one. I'm just like... saying, I will... You would handle it different. If you were an, if you were an Airbender, I think you would probably handle it the exact same way Aang did. Yeah, the Airbender. Airbender told a nigga he. You have to realize the the people giving him advice were grown ass niggas. This yeah. he was six to still fifteen. <laughs> no, you he's got literally twelve the entire or he, turning thirteen. He's thirteen. You got you got fifty year old people saying kill this dude. Yeah. When your whole life you've been you've been taught 
you know, Even, the path of non-violence. But again, yeah. again, he was one thing when he's on the giant turtle monkey or uh, turtle lion. Yeah. The uh, avatar said the one of the avatars said, you know, as an airbender, you're taught to detach yourself from the world, but as an avatar, your duty is to the world, so you can't detach yourself. Exactly. That was, and I think that was some really important advice. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was crazy that he was able to still find a solution while you know staying attached staying, to the world, but also staying who know, he is, staying true to who he is as an airbender. Absolutely. All right. So we got we got a few more questions. These deviate a little bit from the show in general and kind of talk about the overall universe. So, or the the overall scope of how this show fits into TV at that time. So, do you guys consider this show anime or cartoon? Cartoon. I I agree with KP. It's a cartoon. Cartoon. Now, I I strong disagree. This is this is anime. This is better than most anime that I've seen, and I've seen a, a good bit of anime. Honestly, the, I feel like season one does seem kind of cartoonish, cartoon. like cartoon. very, but two and three, all that character development, all that hurt, that pain, that grief, all these are all very adult subjects that just happen to be tackled all right, first through of all, the medium on, let me of animation. This. Let me first of so, all dispute anime. This, first of all, anime. Is Japanese, bro. Oh my goodness. That's, bro, literally, have, that's literally what it is. They have, it's it's, just, can't, it's it a means, genre. It means animation in Japanese. That's a genre. You, fuck, you, bro, you, you, nerd, you nerds cannot take every good cartoon <laughs> oh and call it a fucking anime, oh bro. Oh my goodness. Y'all tried to call Boondocks an anime. Fuck no, Boondocks bro. Boondocks was influenced That's, anime that's nigga shit. That is oh, literally man. nigga shit, bro. You bro, just bro. can't write an anime? No, no, no. That's what I'm no, saying. Because they're not Japanese. Bro, half of this show they have freaking characters and bro, shit written no, in it. Bro. They no. have they have they literally is. Asian characters. Man, I don't know what language it is, but they have characters. Nah, bro, so Jake Long, American this is a Dragon. Western yeah. This one says American Dragon in it. No, no, but so that's, yeah, let me let me just say this: the reason it's a cartoon is because, like you said, it is Y seven. There's no people getting murdered or really. There's not really any grave injury to it. You know, maybe if if Aang would have murdered the Fire Lord at the end. I can see maybe being anime, but yeah. for the most part, it is a cartoon. But for to piggyback off that, I still think it is, uh, I guess, a reference to what Western anime would be. You know what I mean? If maybe the genre, or if it were again more killing, more violent, violence little, in it. Uh, yeah, TV MA instead, yeah. TV fourteen instead of Y seven. Like I, I think we have I different, understand that, a different anime does tend to tend like it's animation, but it is still a lot of times tending more toward like an older audience with all of the gore, the blood, the violence that they encapsulate in a lot of anime. Like that's not shit that you should show mm-hmm. children. So that I understand, and plus I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm pretty yeah. sure there are a lot of Japanese cartoons that aren't just strictly anime. I'm pretty sure it's that it is, bro. It's so every every cartoon, Tom and Jerry anime too, huh? No, That's there's just, different. So I mean, people use the blanket term anime. There's different subsects of anime. This would be classified as a shonen. Yeah, this would be a shonen anime. So oh, I mean, there's oh, slice damn. of life animes nerds, where there's like bro. cooking shows. Yeah, there really this is. This guy's hating because he, because we're, we're trying to educate them. I'm saying we're bringing you knowledge. We're bringing you. This is basically. Follows content. the blueprint of a shonen anime where, like, exactly. you start the show, a you anime. have you have a huge loss by the protagonist it's and he has to anime. end up overcoming and like it's that is he lo- he has the genocide of his entire nation and then has to come through and save the world in the end. That's like the blueprint for a shonen. All right, we'll oh we'll move on to the next God. thing. How do you think this compares with other shows that Nickelodeon was putting out in the time? So this came out in 07. So we're thinking 2000s, late 2000s. It's like SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents. We're we're looking at uh, Jimmy Neutron, Drake and Josh, Fairly Odd Parents. You know, before I started rewatching, I said that Avatar was not better than SpongeBob or Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. 
He did say that. And He's, and after uh, after rewatching, I've changed my tune. Okay, I was gonna say. Thank <laughs> you. I remember this tweet. I, I remember, remember this tweet. tweet. It said four options hey. and it said Avatar without a doubt, and I was high. Hey, I remember this. Avatar is better than Fairly Odd Parents, but not better than SpongeBob. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Neutron. It's better than Jimmy Neutron. Thank you. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, SpongeBob, SpongeBob has like honestly, 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 so like it in might terms be, of longevity, it's probably better than SpongeBob. Honestly, it might be tied with um with Fairly Odd Parents, but SpongeBob is untouchable, bro. Like you, SpongeBob has twenty five seasons, and all of them are better than all three of them. Bro, so there's so many. There's no been. like if you pick, if you have to pick the top three seasons of SpongeBob and the top three seasons and the three seasons of Avatar, I don't know. If, I don't know. If SpongeBob's winning because you're not off of SpongeBob's entire catalog. One, one, you're not funny. Two, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> this thing is a bro, bro, dude, SpongeBob bro. is literally still relevant to this very day, bro. Avatar, nobody. <laughs> Literally, I've got three seasons and brought it back. Number one on Netflix. SpongeBob is on no streaming and it's still relevant. It's still living today. Um, in this memes. is a whole different type of cartoon. People reference SpongeBob still to this day. Avatar is not that way, bro. It's not. Nobody's like, oh, this is like when uh, when Aang got that fish out of that water. Nigga, nobody's <laughs> like that, bro. Hey, man. I, I stand behind that. This is the best. Yeah, like, this, this is the is best, best animated animate series at, at, yeah. at that time. Bro. Cool. This is definitely the Go best animated Okay, series. so piggybacking off that, what do y'all think? What kids' channel? So we're, we're doing Disney, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. 2000s, our childhood. Which one was the best channel? Nickelodeon. Next. Which one had the best? No. They said Nickelodeon. So it, remember, Cartoon Network had Toonami as well, right? Kids Next Door. I don't care. They had... <laughs> Nickelodeon is by far the best. <laughs> they had Ben 10. They ben had... 10. Fuck hey, out of here. Bro, they, I had, would, they I had no real people, bro. That I mean, this... Nickelodeon only had Drake and Josh. Star Wars. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe 101. Ed, Ed, and Victorious. Eddie on I Cartoon didn't watch Victorious. Um, Disney, yeah, well, hey, Disney Channel. We had we had the Proud Family, uh, Zach D- and Cody. Disney Channel, not American Dragon, Drake Long. Disney this, Channel, this, this is this Disney is a controversial Channel. topic. No matter no matter yeah, how Disney, hey, I'm a we go about like, it. Kim Possible. Disney not Kim Possible. Yeah, Disney. I like um, I like some of the Disney Cartoon shows. Cartoon Network's really, not the they not, they're not It's up. Nickelodeon by far, honestly. Bro. Yeah, they got Jimmy Neutron, Drake and Josh, Zoe 101. Uh, Nick got, got Nick, odd parents, I don't know, man. SpongeBob. Nick got like, the best live shows and the best cartoon of all time. Well, you've been thinking about it also. It's, you're essentially you can compare fruit, but it's apples and oranges because Nickelodeon had cartoons and actual TV shows. Where best Cartoon Network world. just had cartoons. Yeah, Cartoon Network was literally only cartoons. I would so say I would give the edge world. to Cartoon Network for cartoons, though. Codename Kiss Me was hard, bro. Because Ed, I, Ed and Eddie was. Hard, bro. Like, come on. Ben Ten was tough. Like, Samurai Jack. Cartoon Network also had Tsunami. Also, that's where they were. Yeah. That's where they were showing so they Dragon had, Ball Z. They had, they had Naruto. <laughs> they had Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. They had Pokemon. Like, we, we. And hey, none of those shows that you just mentioned are as good as SpongeBob. Yeah, that, I, you know, I can, I can see that. I can, I can, SpongeBob yeah. is a SpongeBob is a whole different tier, though. You know? Yeah, yeah that's SpongeBob that's, is literally SpongeBob, the greatest. Bro. SpongeBob purely off longevity, mm-hmm. like makes it hard to contend with with anything. It really be like Dragon Ball Z is like the only thing because there's so many different spinoffs if, and. If you have if you that. have the best cartoon in SpongeBob and you have the best live show in Drake and Josh, then what is there to argue? I mean, you you have a strong point. Like Nick you, does you have, do. very and you have strong. Nick and Knight, Fresh Prince, George Lopez. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah. This man was on the late. Yeah, night I know you ain't man. watching Nick and Knight. I, was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, wasn't just, watching Nick and Knight. I was, man. Fresh oh Prince and George. Lopez. No, you watch a George Lopez. Y'all nerds. Y'all nerds. Y'all nerds. 
Hey, yo, this guy had a bedtime. Hey, <laughs> Sorry, my parents love me. <laughs> hey, man. Well, I, hey, that's all we got for today. Right, yeah, KP, it. Mike, y'all got any final remarks as we uh, finish our exit survey hey, of Avatar: The Last Airbender? This is a great cartoon, man. Eight out of ten. <laughs> if it was, if it was TV fourteen, it could have been even higher. But I'll give it a solid eight out of ten. There was a little. They dealt with some shit a little too quick for my liking, but you know, I mean. Yeah, they could have taken their time. Yeah, when you yeah. when you watch this shit, you gotta realize it's for the kids like Disney, man. So you know, it, it's cool for what it was, man. I enjoy my rewatch for sure, and I'm definitely make my kids watch that shit. That shit was dope. For me, it was to this day. I'm I'm thankful for Netflix. Thank you for allowing me to binge watch these three seasons. Yeah. Uh, it just reminded me that this is essentially one of the greatest cartoons of my childhood. Yeah. Definitely top five. Yeah. Um, not only that, animation-wise, just the stories they were telling. And I know I want to end on this, but it's going to be a hot take. The Zuko Redemption arc is better than the Jamie Lannister Redemption arc. Hey, 100% agree. Right, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go agree with that. 100% I'm going to agree with that. Oh, God, I'm going to cut this motherfucker I'm giving this show a 9 out of 10. The only reason why it doesn't get a 10 out of 10 is, again, because it's not TV 14 or TV MA. Like, Zuko should have been burning some people alive. He definitely should have If you're getting been. hit with giant rocks, like, there's no way you're, you're just living through that. Like, how Boys is Jet brains. the only casualty in this entire show? We're not too sure if Jet we're, dies. We're, and we're not even certain about if Jet dies. I no, think Jet, he might be okay. Jet, they actually I brought that up in that play episode. Yeah. They're Jet, like, we're not the too only sure. person to give his life for the rebellion, but y'all say he's not the Avatar. Uh, oh, that man y'all. also tried to murder an entire yeah. village. But right, hey, man. man, we rest our case. Avatar is a great show. Y'all should make your kids watch it, make other people watch it. I mean, it was good enough to have a conversation about. So thank y'all so, for joining man, us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, man. Once again, I'm Carl Presley. I'm here with Dante. And Mike Hill made it. Signing off for another episode of... Damn, what's this shit You called? hate to see it. You hate to see it, motherfucker. <laughs> Brought to you by Man Gossip. Yes, sir. Brought to you <laughs> by Man Gossip. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.